It's January 7. Let's read the Bible. My name is Ray Pritchard. Thank you for joining me on this adventure, this journey, this marathon through God's Word. Today, we've come to Genesis 22, 23, and 24. We are nearing the end of the story of Abraham. And what a story it has been. Let me remind you, before we start the reading, you can download the reading schedule if you go to keepbelieving.com. And one way you can help us out is by spreading the word and inviting your friends to join us as we read through God's word together. And I hope you'll take your copy of the word of God. Whatever translation you have is just fine. Follow along with me as we begin to read. And Genesis 22 is a story we all know pretty well. Genesis 23, not so much. And I think Genesis 24, uh, it's a fascinating story, but again, one not known so well. But we'll start with one we've heard before. Genesis 22. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham. And he said, here I am. He said, now take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go into the land of Moriah. Offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will tell you of. Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son. He split the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there. We will worship and come back to you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. He took in his hand the fire and the knife. They both went together. Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father. He said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Here is the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they both went together. They came to the place which God had told him of. Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order, bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar on the wood. Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. The angel of the Lord called to him out of the sky, and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. He said, don't lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and saw that behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of the sky and said, I have sworn by myself, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, that I will bless you greatly and I will multiply your offspring greatly like the stars of the heavens like the sand which is on the seashore, your offspring will possess the gate of his enemies. All the nations of the earth will be blessed by your offspring because you have obeyed my voice. 
So Abraham returned to his young men, and they rose up and went together to Beersheba. Abraham lived at Beersheba. After these things, Abraham was told, Behold, Milcah, she also has borne children to your brother Nahor, Uz his firstborn, Buzz his brother, Kimuel, the father of Aram, Kesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlath, and Bethuel. Bethuel became the father of Rebekah. These eight Milcah bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother. His concubine, whose name was Rumah, also bore Teba, Gaim, Tehash, and Maacah. Genesis 23. Sarah lived 127 years. This was the length of Sarah's life. Sarah died in Kiriath Arba, also called Hebron, in the land of Canaan. Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Abraham rose up from before his dead and spoke to the children of Heth, saying, I am a stranger and a foreigner living with you. Give me possession of a burying place with you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. The children of Heth answered Abraham, saying to him, Hear us, my Lord. You are a prince of God among us. Bury your dead in the best of our tombs. None of us will withhold from you his tomb. Bury your dead. Abraham rose up and bowed himself to the people of the land, to the children of Heth. He talked with them, saying, If you agree that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me and entreat from me to Ephron, the son of Zohar, that he may sell me the cave of Machpelah, which he has, which is in the end of his field. For the full price, let him sell it to me among you as a possession for a burial place. Now Ephron was sitting in the middle of the children of Heth. Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the hearing of the children of Heth, even to all who went in at the gate of his city, saying, No, my Lord, hear me. I give you the field, and I give you the cave that is in it. In the presence of the children of my people, I give it to you. Bury your dead. Abraham bowed himself down before the people of the land. He spoke to Ephron in the in the audience of the people of the land, saying, But if you will, please hear me. I will give the price of the field. Take it from me, and I will bury my dead there. Ephron answered Abraham, saying to him, My Lord, listen to me. What is a piece of land worth 400 shekels of silver between me and you? Therefore, bury your dead. Abraham listened to Ephron. Abraham weighed Ephron the silver, which he had named in the hearing of the children of Heth, 400 shekels of silver, according to the current merchant standard. So the field of Ephron, which was in Machpelah, which is before Mamre, the field, the cave, which was in it, and all the trees that were in the field that were in all of its borders were deeded to Abraham for a possession in the presence of the children of Heth before all who were in the gate of his city. After this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. The field and the cave that is in it were deeded to Abraham by the children of Heth as a possession for a burial place. Genesis 24. Abraham was old and well advanced in age. The Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. Abraham said to his servant, the elder of his house, who ruled over all that he had, please put your hand under my thigh. 
I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that you shall not take a wife for my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I live, but you shall go to my country, to my relatives, and take a wife for my son Isaac. His servant said to him, What if the woman isn't willing to follow me to this land? Must I bring your son again to the land you came from? Abraham said to him, Beware that you don't bring my son there again. The Lord, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house, from the land of my birth, who spoke to me and who swore to me, saying, I will give this land to your offspring. He will send his angel before you, and you shall take a wife from my son from there. If the woman isn't willing to follow you, then you shall be clear from this oath to me. Only you shall not bring my son there again. The servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swore swore to him concerning this matter. The servant took ten of his master's camels and departed, having a variety of good things of his master's with him. He arose and went to Mesopotamia, to the city of Nahor. He made the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at the time of evening, the time that women go out to draw water. He said, Lord, the God of my master Abraham, Please give me success today and show kindness to my master Abraham. Behold, I am standing by this spring of water. The daughters of the men of this city are coming out to draw water. Let it happen that the young lady to whom I will say, please let down your pitcher that I may drink. Then she says, drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master before he had finished speaking. Behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her pitcher on her shoulder. The young lady was very beautiful to look at, a virgin. No man had known her. She went down to the spring, filled up her pitcher, and came up. The servant ran to meet her and said, Please give me a drink a little water from your pitcher. She said, Drink, my lord. She hurried and let down her pitcher on her hand and gave him a drink. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will also draw for your camels until they have finished drinking. She hurried and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again to the well to draw and drew for all his camels. The man looked steadfastly at her, remaining silent to know whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. As the camels had done drinking, The man took a golden ring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for her, hands of ten shekels weight of gold, and said, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me. Is there room in your father's house for us to stay? She said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, whom she bore to Nahor. She said moreover to him, We have both straw and feed enough and room to lodge in. The man bowed his head and worshipped the Lord. He said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his loving kindness and his truth toward my master. As for me, the Lord has led me on the way to the house of my master's relatives. The young lady ran and told her mother's house about these words. Rebekah had a brother and his name was Laban. Laban ran out to the man to the spring when he saw the ring and the bracelets on his sister's hands. When he heard the words of Rebekah, his sister, saying, This is what the man said to me. He came to the man. Behold, he was standing by the camels at the spring. He said, Come in, you blessed of the Lord. Why do you stand outside? For I have prepared the house and room for the camels.
The man came into the house and he unloaded the camels. He gave straw and feed for the camels and water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Food was set before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I've told my message. And Laban said, speak on. He said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master greatly. He's become great. The Lord has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male servants and female servants and camels and donkeys. Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old. He has given all that he has to him. My master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I live. But you shall go to my father's house and to my relatives and take a wife for my son. I asked my master, What if the woman will not follow me? He said to me, The Lord before whom I walk will send his angel before you and prosper your way. You shall take a wife for my son from my relatives and of my father's house. Then you will be clear from my oath when you come to my relatives. If they don't give her to you, you will be clear from my oath. I came today to the spring and said, Lord, the God of my master Abraham, if now you do prosper my way, which I go, behold, I'm standing by the spring of water. Let it happen that the maiden who comes out to draw to whom I will say, please give me a little drink from your pitcher to drink. Then she tells me drink and I will also draw for your camels. Let her be the one. Let her be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master's son. Before I had finished speaking in my heart, behold, Rebekah came out with her pitcher on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and drew. I said to her, please let me drink. She hurried and let down her pitcher from her shoulder and said, drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. So I drank and she also gave the camels a drink. I asked her and said, whose daughter are you? She said, the daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bore to him. I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her hands. I bowed my head and worshiped the Lord and blessed the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter for his son. Now, if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right hand to the left. Then Laban and Bethuel answered, The thing comes from the Lord. We can't speak to you, bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is here before. You take her and go. Let her be your master's son's wife, as the Lord has spoken. When Abraham's servant heard their words, he bowed himself down to the earth to the Lord. The servant brought out jewels of silver and jewels of gold and clothing and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things to her brother and to her mother. They ate and drank, he and the men who were with him, and stayed all night. They rose up in the morning, and he said, Send me away to my master. Her brother and her mother said, Let the young lady stay with us a few days, at least ten. After that, she will go. He said to them, Don't hinder me, since the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away, that I may go to my master. They said, We will call the young lady and ask her. They called Rebekah and said to her, Will you go with this man? She said, I will go. They sent away Rebekah, their sister, with her nurse, Abraham's servant, and his men. They blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you be the mother of thousands of ten thousands, and let your offspring possess the gate of those who hate them. Rebekah arose with her ladies. They rode on the camels and followed the man. The servant took Rebekah and went on his way. Isaac came from the way of Beer, the high Roy, for he lived in the land of the south. 
Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the evening. He lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, there were camels coming. Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she got off the camel. She said to the servant, Who is the man who is walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master. She took her veil and covered herself. The servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebekah, and she became his wife. He loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Friends, that's one of the greatest stories in all of the Bible. I wrote a book about the will of God and included uh, a chapter just about Genesis 24. If you're wondering, does God still guide today? Can God be trusted out of the confusing welter of circumstances? Well, look, look how God worked it out to provide a bride for Isaac in all the details, how God arranged everything. If God did that for Isaac, God will certainly do it for you and me. So be encouraged, my friends. That's the Bible reading for today. There's more to come tomorrow. Don't forget, download the reading guide from keepbelieving.com and tell your friends, invite your friends to join us. We're going to keep on going. Tomorrow is uh, Genesis 25 and 26, and the story is going to take another twist, going to take another turn tomorrow. So get ready. Come on back, folks. Go out. Have a great day. See you back here tomorrow morning. God bless.